Hello everybody, it's Graham Cove with another My Music. Now this is much later than I would normally be, um, but I've made a special occasion because I'm going to be speaking to Rachel um, all the way from America. But first, we're going to watch the Analog Trash video, which is down here to my right, uh, and it will be in front of you shortly. Please do enjoy it, and afterwards, go and visit the wonderful people at Analog Trash via their website. And if you feel like you might want to part with a few pennies, do that as well. Rachel, so nice to see you. Um, if I sound a little bit quieter than I normally am, that's because the high production value of this My Music uh, means that I'm literally next to uh, my ADHD son uh, yeah. in another bedroom um, uh, who, who hopefully will stay asleep and not come in crying. Uh, but yeah. What time is it there? It's now uh, 22.10. Okay. And your son, how old's your son? My son is seven years old. Okay. Yes. Having already been excluded from school once at the tender age of six. Um, but, but there we go. Um, we were... <laughs> such is you're, there, you know, I'm, I'm hiding in my daughter's room. She's out of town and there's people here. So I'm like, this is going to be the only way that I can get some privacy right now. <laughs> okay. So we're all, we're all hush whispers and, and everyone you have to gather in and, 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 and listen really carefully so that, uh, that you can hear us. Rachel, uh, it's lovely to, to meet you, as I said, and uh, we just had a little video from Analog Trash, and that's actually one of the places that I first discovered you because uh, you had a nice little write-up recently um, on Analog Trash. Yeah, it's funny because I, I actually didn't realize until you posted that that you were connected um, because I just finished a, you know, a, a segment that, they, that I sent to them um, about past go, like a breakdown of it. And that was really fun. And so I, I literally just sent that to them this morning. So. Yeah. I, I also caught on your, uh, your, your social media. I loved your, your social media, uh, reel that you did the other day where you said, um, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I'm an artist, not a content creator. Um, <laughs> It's so weird to know how you're being perceived. Like I never how? like I, I I will like analyze my own posts and be like, who is that person? Like, yeah. Is that authentic? You know what I mean? It's just and everybody's got an opinion and it's just it's just yeah. Do what I do what I I try. Yeah. Um, how I, do you how do you honestly feel more. about the whole kind of social oh, media? Mean, like everybody else honestly feels about it when they get down to a, a person to person or group conversation. I mean, I mean, I don't know any artists that like, like it. Uh, I think that um, it's a promotional tool. It's impersonal. 
It's really good for connecting though to other artists. Like I will say that I've, yeah. I've met a lot of people that way. Um, I'm about to have like, I did a shoot with weirdo music forever. And like, pretty sure that was like a social media connection. Obviously I find other artists and other artists to play with and stuff, but yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really like what it's doing to like music and artists just like this like vastless sea of content yeah i mean you do quite well on social media so here's yeah. the, here's the irony yeah. do, or do you see the irony in the fact that actually you you on the one hand kind of mock it and and find it quite disdainful but on the other hand you're doing quite well on it i mean it's 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 a weird kind of well, yeah, I mean, I'm in LA, you know, and, and, and so it's a very showy kind of town, obviously. And I take a lot of like advice from industry people and, and maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should say, fuck them and just do whatever I want. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, this is what works. And like, I guess I see the irony. I mean, what is considered good on social media? I mean, it's not as if it's like, monetizing per se it's not as if i have like a hundred thousand or hundreds of thousands of followers or something like that um and you know it's funny because i'm just like looking through artists to 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 play with me uh, i'm performing it um in, on august 16th at the resident which is in the arts district over here and i'm looking for other women artists and like i found this one artist who just had like two hundred thousand followers wow Yep. And then like I went on her not to like bag on another artist because I would never do that. But like just like a very low amount of li listeners on Spotify, which monthly listeners, that's another metric I can't stand. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and then like I just noticed like a lot of like fake comments. And so it's just like, you know, it's hard to gauge like anyway what's real and what's not. There's so much smoke and mirrors. People don't realize how much smoke and mirrors there are like in music. So I guess there's like a lot of like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how engaged, you know, like I, I'm very bad at the whole fake it till you make it thing, which is a huge part of music. I, I, I feel that I'm more like authentic as a person. So it's very hard for me to like, like oh yeah like i'm like, doing so well like things are great like you know i mean yeah i guess i guess i'm growing and i have fans it's it's hard for me to not have imposter syndrome um which i actually have a song about that called the fraud and yeah, yeah. Um, you know i just it's so it's like and i've heard bigger artists than me say this it's like i compare myself to who's doing better than me you know, and I'm like, well, why, why don't I have those amount of monthly listeners or that like Spotify editorial playlist or, you know, like just. Whereas actually musicians or artists should really go back to comparing themselves to who's writing better music than me. <laughs> right. I, I or, would love it to be like that. It feels yeah. like that's just, I don't know. You know, I, I mean, I guess I felt like. This mad, crazy world in which we live in. Yeah, I felt pretty confident about my music and I felt like I feel like I'll be able to find an audience and I feel like because I like this music and I think that it's good music, I think that I'll be able to find, you know, like I'll, it'll it'll get 
people will hear it and people there's I you know and one of the things is like people still want to hear great music like at the end of the day you can have a perfectly crafted image you know and maybe your music will even do well but like I want great music like I'm always trying to find great music you know and when I find something great I really latch onto it yeah. um and you are making great and you are making great music and you're also making great art and you're making and you're making things which you can tell because of the sound of what you're making isn't following a formula because you 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 don't stick to a formula that <laughs> you know because because you want Basically, you want to uh, experiment, don't you? You want to push yourself in terms of how far you can go. And that's that means that that's not going to necessarily fill the algorithm every time. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, here, here's, here's the other one. Well, is it an irony? I run a social media marketing business. Hmm. And I and but the reason that I came out of what I did or was doing to start this was because actually I just feel that you've got to have some people out there that are trying to push against the way that it's being done. And my focus with my clients that I work with is to do a lot of this because you you know you talk about the kind of authentic part. I, you know, this stuff like chat GPT and AI and, you know, a robot can produce a picture and a robot can write it and create this and create that scares the out of people. Um, doesn't scare me, but what it does is it makes me feel a bit sad that we kind of lose that kind of creativity as people. So... I'm trying to get people back to talking because to me, it's the one thing, this, what we're doing now is the one sanctity, if you like, that we have left. <laughs> you know, Maybe, maybe if we keep talking, we can get, we can at least find some truths and, may, and maybe get people back to realizing like what's actually important. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But what, what do you, what do you think in terms of, communication that how vital is it that you have that kind of communication with your audience yeah i mean i i certainly enjoy this um i like personally connecting with people you know i haven't played it like for example obviously playing live is the best and i haven't done that for a while and whenever I've played live now with my solo performances, since I've been a solo artist and not in a band, I like literally book the show and then I get the band together. Cause I'm like, I won't, I'm not going to do this unless I book a show. Like, but anyway, I, 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 that feeling that you can get with people just, just unmatched. Mm. And, you know, some of my favorite artists, obviously, I love hearing their interviews and I love finding their interviews. And yeah, then it creates a true personal connection to the artist, you know, 
I can only really look at it from, from a perspective of how do I feel when I see an artist I love in an interview, you know? Yeah. Um, and what, yeah. what, what is it, what is it that you look for in an artist yourself when you're as a listener, what is it that, you know, draws you to another artist? I mean, authenticity, originality, soul. I don't, I love all types of music. Um, it's very vast what I listen to. I listen to a lot of women artists these days. That's not, some of my favorite artists are men. So that's not any particular reason. But I do think there's like a lot of stuff that sounds sort of the same and like sort of, uh, you know, I want to find something different and great. Like, yeah. I want something to be like, ooh, what's that? I, I want to be able to listen. I do want to be able to listen to like 15 to 30 seconds and be like drawn in, you know? Um, yeah. The, the other thing is for, for me is that you've got this voice that's, that's there range wise. You're not, you know, there's so many uh, young female artists where the voice is quite weak and it's up there. You know what I mean? Like a, like a soprano or it's like quite, but it's quite thin as well at the right. top. Yeah. You've Very got right. a strong voice. That's kind of in the middle of all of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like that because I like people like, you know, and I will get her on this show sometime because she she's told me she will, even though her management has told me they won't. Sorry, management, but you but she mm -hmm. she will. Um, Jonas, policewoman. Okay. You know? Yeah. I haven't heard. I haven't heard of all. I'll have to check her out. All right. Yeah. No. I think you'd like her because it, it it's. I she experiments with what she does, but have you know she's got that strong voice which is sits in that middle ground. So uh, yeah, I mean it's just, there's definitely certain voices that can just grab you. They you know definitely the vocal the vocal can do can do a lot as far as how like I I was just here like somebody sent me an out like a song of the day and it was like really good like kind of like modern metal like really crunchy like but like clean yeah, aggressive guitars, electric guitars. And I was like, this is so fucking good. And then the singer came on. I'm like, damn. I was like, I was hoping like maybe I could sing. <laughs> Can I like? Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah. I mean, I I there is a lot. I mean, obviously, I like the music. The music is really important too. But the vote, but like honestly, there is some music that I love that the vote that the singer is just not. It's not like the singer's anything, you know, spectacular vocally wise. It just might be the melody or the way it sounds with the music, you know. So it's like it's it's not I don't think it's something that I can just pinpoint, you know. Right. I don't think I have excellent taste in music. I like have like this dream to be A&R. I totally have like an A&R fantasy, even though A&R is not what it used to be. But like I do like feel like there's been a good amount of artists that I found them when they were small and I've watched them like a meteoric rise. And I've been like, called it. <laughs> like I fucking knew it. <laughs> Your own music and the, the imagery that you put with that music, there's, there's an element in which, 
mean, because your your music, on the one hand, is very modern in terms of sound, but there's an element in terms of some of the imagery and the art and the sort of art reference, etc., which looks back. Where does that come from? Are you are you? Well, I love the nine. I love the nine. I mean, I love the nineties, and I love the eighties. So I definitely yeah. feel like my music is nineties and eighties, and maybe even early two thousands influenced. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I there are some modern things that I like, so I'll, I'll I try and like I feel like maybe I try and like incorporate that, but. You know, what my, was it about? What was it about those times? What was it about what was going on in those times that I mean, really? Maybe it's just my my where I was in my life, influential you know ages in my life uh, in the nineties. Certainly, I mean, I was a child, but like you know, uh, the the music was just the music was so good. Back it's then. exciting, wasn't it? It yeah. changed. It, I think. I think part of it was it changed so quickly, so rapidly, didn't it? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, will say that I think that this. While I think the newer, like Gen Z and stuff, like the music that they're coming out with, while I think that it's um, kids don't like the younger, like they don't have the attention span, like they listen to something and they're like on to the next. I do think they're they're coming up with stuff that's like original and like more underground and weird and they're not like obsessed with like the image and the fucking sheen image and like the followers and like they just don't care. I mean, it's really interesting to see like I've found some artists that I like obviously look them up and they'll have like just huge numbers on Spotify and like really no presence at all on Instagram or TikTok or anything. They might not even have a TikTok. Um yeah, I mean, I would love for that stuff to go away. I don't know that it ever will, but uh, I, I would love I would love for it to go away and music to have just, I don't know. I just think between like lockdown and um, social media, it's just, it's really hard to get people to have the energy to just, you know, kind of break free unless, or where you're in. You're in England or are you in London? Yeah, well, not in London. No, I'm in I'm in I'm in the West Country. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, places like I guess you know London and New York and stuff. They're you're surrounded by people all the time the second you walk out the door. So I don't know how much that, but yeah, it's um, it's hard to know what the goal is anymore as a musical artist. Other than like, oh, like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you could, if you could take someone from that sort of 80s, 90 period and someone from today to, to put together as a little super band with you, who, who would you pick? Hmm. Someone from the 90s and some, God, that's a really hard thing to say. Because I also have like, I'm like ADHD and I have like a really short attention span and terrible memory. Um, but like, I can tell you like what I love right now. Like, I love Rico Nasty. Um, there's an artist called Jen and the Degenerates that I might be collaborating with, which would be awesome. Cool. Um, they're much, they're obviously like more indie. Um 
but yeah, like I don't know. Like I think like it'd be cool to have like Rico Nasty with like some of the '90s, like sort of grunge bands. I can't really think of like one in particular. Maybe like Hole would be cool. Hole, or like <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins, or someone yeah, like, like that. Yeah, she, she's super aggressive, you know. So it'd be fun to hear her in that realm. She's got a real like genre mixing sort of thing happening. Yeah, or someone like L Seven, or something. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I also like you know, like I love Madonna and Michael Jackson. It's not like you know, those are huge influences for me too. all the pop, like all, all the pop back then. So that's like, my thing is I, I, I love pop, you know? So, um, but I love, but I also love alternative. So I feel like, you know, for, to be like sort of pop alternative, like just makes the most sense for me genre wise. Mm. So, but like, yeah, I don't know. There's not, I'm like trying to think like any like modern pop, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I really love, I've never listened to Harry Styles, no offense, never really drawn. I've heard bits and pieces. I'm like, eh, watermelon sugar, this is not for me. But I do really like As It Was. I think As It Was is a great song. It I is a great song. song. I yeah. love that song. Like, I could just like, yeah, that song is like sheer, just ear candy, just enjoyable from beginning to end. It's like all chorus. People, I mean, songwriters could learn a thing or two about the way that song's crafted. That, that, <laughs> whole, that whole album's pretty good. Really? Okay, <laughs> well, I'll have to listen to the whole thing then, because Harry's house. I'm really not a fan of Watermelon Sugar. I don't think he's going to hear this or care. Or sorry to any Harry Styles fans, but yeah, as it was, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. No, that that whole album, I think, is a good pop album. You know. And I, and I think it's got enough kind of references to the past. I, you know, there you are. We yeah. don't need to dwell on. We don't need to dwell on Harry Styles for too long. I mean, you know, he, he does <laughs> what he does. Me, yeah, it reminds me of like Boys of Summer. Like it has that kind of feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm Dr. like, wow, this, this is making this is bringing me back to that. Which... And you, you've got that. You've got that in some of your songs as well. You've got that you know, guitar lines, subtly driving it underneath. The, the, I do. The, I love the... electric guitars so much. Mm. And I, I love electric guitars and synths. I really love Tame Impala. I mean, that's, that's a modern band that, you know, like I, I've loved, like Currents is just like obviously an amazing album. And I was definitely influenced by that album. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have some artists artists that I like become obsessed with, like Fiona Apple, and she's like the love of my life. <laughs> she's a great artist, great artist. I, she's just and talk about great interviews. Yeah, and she's a really she, all the interviews that I've read of hers are written, and they're just incredible. For especially for Fetch the Bolt Cutters, uh, the interviews were all incredible that she did. Is it? Is it quite? Outside of the music, is it quite important to you that uh, musicians are, or, or your artists are quite cerebral, that they've got a brain, that they've got something to say? Hmm, that's a good question. I was just talking to a friend yesterday who's also a musician 
um, because he loves the 1975, which I, I've never really even listened to. And I'm happy that I haven't. Um, and he's just like, I don't know. I don't, he just doesn't even want to know about like what's going on with the singer and this and that and why it matters, why he can't just enjoy it. And I'm like, you know, the thing is, is that he's in a leadership role. He's in, he's in a role that he is a role that has power and influence. So if he's saying and doing certain things that are hateful, um, bigoted, then, you know, young minds hear that. and it Or has just meaningless, maybe, even. Meanness? Uh, no, or just meaningless. Meaningless. Yeah. Right. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a negative thing, does it? I mean, look, pop can just be pop, right? And it can just be something that just is music and just to be enjoyed. But I don't know. I'm 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 kind of attracted to to people that have actually got something to say as well. Yeah. So, but this is where I was getting at with that. So I'm I'm going to make this short. So anyway, so he was saying like you know, well I don't know, and I was like, well this is the problem is that he has his power and influence. And Rena Sawaya, who I'm not really familiar with her music at Glastonbury just called him out on stage, like in an awesome, creative, powerful way. And I was like, like that made me want to check out her music. I was like, good. I'm like, I'm glad somebody's saying something because, because it seems like this is just, no one even gives a shit and it's fine. And he's had no cancel culture or anything like that. But like the other voice needs to be there and the other voice needs to be in some ways louder because it's always the quieter voice. It's the hateful voices that are the louder voices, almost always, it seems yeah. at least. And so if you don't have those other voices, then we will get overtaken by hateful voices. And people can sort of look at that as a nebulous thing or whatever, but like we, I've experienced it, you know, with my daughter at school with, with anti-Semitism that she's dealt with. It's like ridiculous in Los Angeles, you know, outer, but still like it does, it does affect, like it does have an effect. So I don't care if he's like, not, you know, of the president or something like he still has influence. He still has, you know, millions of fans maybe or whatever. So it's hard to know. I, I, I'm very sensitive. So if people are like, nobody gives a shit about your opinion, like I'm like, oh, maybe like nobody gives a shit about my opinion. But like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely like, there's certain issues that I will always support. And if I feel the need to, I, I do feel like when you're an artist or when you're in this role where you have an audience, then you have an opportunity and maybe, you know, you can do something separate with philanthropy or volunteering or things like that. But, you know, like I'm like, if there's like some sort of issue that it is, I feel strongly about, like it's, I doubt I won't say anything. <laughs> like I'm not really the kind of person that like, just doesn't say anything. It's quite, maybe not the best person to have ever said it, but he did say it. And actually it was quite profound probably the only profound thing he'd ever said, but Gene Simmons from Kiss. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, in the doc actually, in the documentary one time, was talking about being a rock star, right? And he actually said, the world's full of rock stars. And actually, a lot of them don't play music. A lot of them 
aren't rock stars in the right. same way that I am, but they have they are people that have a rock star attitude. And he he went on to say what he meant by that is that they are people that feel that they are have got some something to say into the world and so, something to do. And I thought actually they that's actually really quite profound and in a way that's why maybe you feel that way and maybe I feel that way as well which is that if your pop stars rock stars or whatever are empty in some way as mm. a vessel and they're not really saying anything then you know do you really want to be interested in that because that's that's not really an inspiration for anybody else. Yeah. 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 And I think that people get with all the scrolling and, you know, all the options out there, they still want the truth. They want awesome authenticity. They want to hear somebody say, Oh, like, that's not like you're boring. One of the mill thing to say, like, let's hear what this, you know, what's going on here. Um, you know, I love Madonna. I mean, that she's a perfect example of somebody who's always said lots of things and stuck by causes she believed in. And no matter how much people trash talk her, she just, she will rail against it. She doesn't care. And yeah. I have so much respect for her. I, I feel like she's dealt with unbelievable sexism, ageism. I don't care that she's like sexual. I don't care that she's had so much plastic surgery. Like I couldn't give a shit. I love her. I will always love her. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Fiona Apple is another example of that. I mean, she's doing court court watching now. Like, she doesn't have any social media, but if you go on there, if you're on her fan account, that's what she's doing. She's always trying to get people to sign petitions, call Congress <laughs> members. She's like, yeah, fuck the music. I'm doing this now. So, that, yeah, the honesty is just, that honesty yeah. is just, it's we people want it. I mean, I just do think people want it at the end of the day. And it's it's hard in this in this the way things are now. Obviously, those are really big artists, so it's it's sort of easier for them, I would imagine. But yeah. I like that. I like that. I ca I called my social media so you just so you know, I called my social media business a better way of life. Mm. And one of the things that I talk to clients about is that there's everybody out there is just trying to fill the world with content everybody is there's this hole that slips by as the day goes past where you see these kind of blank slots and you think i've got to, i've got to fill it i've got to fill it i've got to put you know i've got to put something up there because time's just going to go and we're, what we're all in a race to do is just fill the gap <laughs> with something right and i say to people no stop don't fill it with something don't focus on the content focus on your activity what are you doing in the world go out and do that there's your content and what because once you go out there and do it then you'll make big news you make something really happen that's actually worth people knowing about, yeah. And I think I think artists have that kind of responsibility as well, you know. 
and and mm. and maybe one of the reasons you and I probably like that eighties nineties time as well is it, it, it naive maybe in a way or it was a naive time in as much as we perhaps believed a little bit more because we didn't have the internet etc that we could mm. change the world <laughs> mm -hmm. right and then as the world got smaller we realized actually that's a lot harder than we thought it was but mm. there were to me there seemed to be a lot more people thinking that through things like music we could change the world i mean let's face it life aid happened it happened at that time right we actually believed that this was actually doing something you know we mm -hmm. believed that when uh, Jim Kerr and Peter Gabriel got up on stage and sang Biko to free Nelson Mandela. We believed we were getting Nelson Mandela out of there. <laughs> right? It just, it doesn't, that, that kind of belief that music is a power for good has kind of got diminished a little bit, hasn't it, by sort of over sort of saturation of the airwaves <laughs> so you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's nice when you get as you say with people like fiona apple it's nice when you get musicians that are like trying to take that back and go you know i've got a voice i'm going to do something with it you know and then that seeps through to your art as well because you're going to want to say something about it in what you're what you're putting out there as well i mean that's well i respect you saying all this to me because i never know really how it's being perceived and like likes and comments are not really how i can know if it's how my presence is like being perceived what does that measure doesn't measure anything does it i know so it's like hearing you say that i'm like okay like as far as my commentary on social media while I'm doing that and the irony, it's like, well, if we can't talk shit about social media on social media, then where are we going to be able to talk shit about it at? <laughs> like, you could start movements on social media. We could start, like, yeah. let's turn this shit off, you know, yeah. And the real artists of yesterday did it on tv didn't they do you, do you i do remember that really i don't know whether you remember it but that really i think it was like the first time david bowie was on tv at, as a young boy um he was in a group of boys at school who, who all had really long hair and they, they were brought on tv for like a an interview about the fact that they were all kind of dressed dressing with quite an androgynous look and long hair and whatever. And he was like, I'm going to use this opportunity to say, well, you're, what a stupid question. Why are you asking these questions? Why are you, <laughs> you know, sort of actually putting down the media that was giving him media? Right. Brilliant. Right. Brilliant. Right. You know? And, and that's, that's part of what, artists have always traditionally done and have right. always had a part in doing in a way which is actually to look at the mechanism that might give them a voice but also criticize the mechanism that gives them a voice whilst they're using it 
say that actually i appreciate that because i'll like delete mean comments like if there's like mean comments and shit on my shit i'll just be like i have bye. to delete you and block you and bye right yeah so there's people so there was definitely like trash talking to me along oh so you're like talking shit about something while you're like getting something from it some of them i like you know just re replied to but some were just like nasty and they're from these like accounts that are like basically fake accounts so yeah i'm like no this is i'm gonna have what i want on here to be said like you're not gonna get to have your voice here go do that somewhere else kind of thing so i really appreciate that because my intention is not to be like have a certain thing like i really am that is how i feel which is bullshit like, so the song, like the little thing that I put up about the blue check mark, which got a lot of shit, it seemed to be sort of like that. I was never going to put that on, but I was going through my voice notes, trying to find music that I songs that I could write. So I'm trying to do collaborations right now. And I was with my partner and I played that and i was like oh i forgot about this and he's like oh i dare you to put that on social media he's like are do you have the he's like do you have the ovaries like <laughs> do you have the balls to front i'm like really i'm like okay sure why not so it really that was not that was definitely not something that was like you know uh crafted for this purpose so yeah it's funny i like it that i know that people i know that people think it's bullshit and they won't say it on there, but they'll say it in private conversations every single time. So, yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes if you do it with the right sense of humor and the right intelligence, you know what? Some people don't even get it. Some people, <laughs> <laughs> some people think that you might actually be being serious. And that makes me laugh even more. <laughs> and I, I enjoy that. Thank you so much for coming and having yeah, a chat. Yeah, thank you so much for having well, me. What's What's next for Rachel? What 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 have you got? So in the I, for the rest of this year? yeah, I mean, I'm playing some shows, which I'm very excited about. I'm working on collaborations. Um, really want to like focus more on that right now. Um, I have two more singles I'll be releasing um, along with the full album. Like I'm actually releasing an album, which like, I guess I, I get a lot of mixed, you know, feedback on whether I should be releasing an album or not, but I am. So I'm at, you know, I'd I'm, like you to release an album. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very, I'm really excited about these next two singles. I think they're like the strongest uh, of the songs um that i released obviously i love pasco but i i do think these pat these next two songs are like really going to be special and on the album i mean it was very hard to choose the the singles because there's album tracks i love and i'm going to be pushing those so that i do think there's kind of something for everybody uh in a way a lot of variety um and i really feel like i've sort of honed in my sound and I'm, I'm very excited about collaborating and working with new people. Yeah, playing shows and like continuing promoting the album cycle and, you know, work on more opportunities like with sync and things like that. I, I think it's important that you do an album. And the reason I think it's important that you do an album is because 
your music is involved enough from a listener point of view that you know three and a half minutes isn't enough hmm. right and there's a joy as a listener there's a joy if it's the right artist there's a joy in actually spending that hour with that artist and going through that journey you know so do the album just say there you Thank go you. listen i really appreciate that i should go get some sleep yes you should go enjoy the rest Thank of your day it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure meeting Thank you. you likewise graham thank you so much for inviting me i'm so happy to be here and we shall tag in because that's the thing that you do. We shall tag okay. in Fiona Apple, um, just in case she fancies that. collaborating. Oh yeah. You you Please. should go and check out Jonah's Policewoman because I, I think will. you'd get on fabulously, and okay. maybe there's a collaborator for you there. Cool, I will. And people, as you watch this, if you haven't checked out Rachel's music yet, please go and do that. Um, it's very simple. You can go to her website or you can go to any of those social things that, you know, we've been talking about uh, and you can follow her and then you'll find out a little bit more and you can actually listen to the music as well. Um, and if you can spend some money, that's even better because, uh, believe it or not, it music doesn't get made for nothing. Uh, well, there we go. Um, if you've enjoyed this today, everybody, this has been my music. Please do share it with your friends, subscribe and all of that malarkey. If you haven't enjoyed it, then tough. Uh, and this has actually been an instructional video on how to change a light bulb in the dark. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks, Graham.